Welcome back. We got episode nine here. We're doing a week four recap with some of the biggest surprises. Uh, we'll get into our updated power rankings as the podcast goes along. But let's start with our resident Chicago Bears fan. Um, oh, we got heartbreak. Heart. Yep. Sorry. Heartbreaking loss on uh, Sunday against the Broncos. You're facing the Commanders on Thursday night. What are your What are your thoughts about the game and how it unfolded there in the fourth quarter? It was brutal because he was dealing. He was hitting guys in stride. He was make, like putting throws right where he needed to. A lot of those throws weren't easy. He was making them on the run. Like Everything everyone's been waiting to see out of fields, besides maybe a little bit more running, which is fine, he did um, in the first half. And it was amazing. I mean, we felt so good. Our defense looked good. Um, and then it blew up. And then we kind of gave up on everything we were doing. And we looked like the Bears of the last year. And it was awful. Nothing was going right. Fields tried doing a rollout. He didn't. I blame him, honestly, because someone was rushing off the left side. He should have seen it. He didn't. And he rolled right into the guy, tried to make something happen instead of taking the sack. Fumbled the ball. They scored it. Just nothing was going right. And then the missed field goal, or not the missed field goal, the opting to not kick a field goal at their own 10 yard line and win the game because we want to try to run the clock out icing on the cake I mean it's the most Bears move ever um it's it's hard to say anything at this point besides blow it up sucks after field source for 300 yards and four touchdowns to be saying I don't know how much longer we can do this it really hurt so I'll bet on him again this Thursday as I do every week I'll lose my money and be in this position i'm sure on tuesday it's it's getting really hard because i kept saying like this four game stretch this whole game stretch we could put it together that game we did everything that i've been waiting for and we still lost so there's not much hope at chicago yeah i thought it was uh i thought justin fields played really well those first three quarters and then the, the coaching decision to go for it like you said on fourth and one fourth and short um i thought justin fields was going to take that one honestly do like a, a triple threat or, or yeah, some sort of get outside of the pocket. Um, but, yeah, it was surprising, surprising to me. I mean, do you stick with the coach and Justin Fields for the rest of the season? Do you think that's a, even a debate, or do you think about making changes? Because it's a, a one-in-three start. Um, I know the Jets are kind of in a similar situation here. You're giving um, us too much credit. It's an 0-4 start. 0-4, that's right. It's 0-4. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts? Do you stick with it and just uh, – see if there's any sort of development from Justin Fields or you can't you, blow it you up. can't bench him I don't think I think the only possibility is if somebody offers you a decent trade if Atlanta or somebody like that offers a decent trade then you take it but I, don't, I think if you bench Fields you lose the entire locker room I think DJ Moore say what you I mean last week I think he had over 130 yards and a touchdown Played well yeah and he likes Fields as a human as a quarterback He's been very vocal about that since he got to Chicago, how much he likes Fields. I don't think benching Fields is going gonna, is gonna to do anything for the locker room. Um, so, again, the only option, I think, is if you get a decent trade offer for him midseason, you take him. Flus and Getze, yeah, the offense coordinator, absolutely they're on the hot seat. I think firing them is a save-the-locker-room type move. Um, I'm not big on the Bears tanking. I don't want that. I, I think – the tanking culture, especially when you're doing it year after year, kills all momentum. It kills the vibe in the locker room. I mean, Claypool's sitting out here, Komet. I actually gave a really good interview about how hard it is to lose all these games. 
Yeah. I think the locker room is your biggest focus right now, trying to get people at all interested in coming here in free agency, getting people to stay instead of demanding their way out. That's all you can focus on. So firing the coaches, that might be the right move. Kicking fields out or, or putting fields on the bench is not the move. I like they that. have they have the opportunity to pull off what would be like one of the better rebuilds in recent history if they were able to get the one and two picks because they oh, because yeah. I would I would just obviously take Caleb Williams one and then just try to get a haul for number two. You don't need those two players. You need Caleb at one, but whoever is at two, you don't necessarily. It's not like an end all be all like a quarterback would be. So like they could really reset if they wanted to. I think I yeah, think a, I, I, I think. Like that. I honestly think after what happened in London with Atlanta and Desmond Ritter, I think Atlanta might. I'm I'm starting to I, I'm starting to believe that more and more. I think Arthur Smith needs to make that move to like save his job. <laughs> it's the perfect like, fit. A lot of buzz. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's got to yeah, make that. Ever, people are not happy with Ritter. Like his team is turning on him. To, like I know the Jets are looking better, and I will get to that with Zach Wilson. But it's feeling like that type of situation. Like, like they hate Ritter right now. They tried to do. They he try. Arthur Smith tries to be like this Kyle Shanahan type, where the quarterback doesn't need to be the best, just as long as you have the talent around. And it just not. It was never going to work with Desmond Ritter. It, I just, I just never saw it. They should have gotten a quarterback when they got Kyle Pitts a couple of years ago. They, they just, they screwed that up. But I don't know. I can't. I didn't even. How many picks did Ritter throw? Three. Two. I don't three? know. They were. It was ugly. one of the. It was were, one of those. It, it was definitely one of those games where you saw clips of teammates not looking happy on the sideline. So I mean, if that's. If that could sort of be a perfect scenario for Fields and they really want to go full reset and they don't see a future with Eberflus, like, I think you make that move. But you got to get, like, yeah. I think you got to get at least a second-round pick out of him because yeah, you're giving him what could be, like, the future of that position. So, I don't know. Right. That's, that's and you are sacrificing a, a lot. I, I mean, guys can only go through so many years of a rebuild before they – can't stand being on that team and in that city so you I, you I think you need to win some games I think they need to find a way to get like five six wins this year just I don't care if they're ugly what well, you need some wins on your on your schedule yeah. so they need to figure something out or else the draft is going to be a mess free agency is going to be a mess no matter how much money you have yeah well I mean if they don't the problem is that they don't lose some games I mean you got other teams that are so so bad like Denver's right there like Denver is going to creep. Actually, does Denver who who would be? Yeah, I don't know if they even have their pick. That's that's yeah. That's a very good point. I forgot they gave the, up every single one for. Another reason I say it future. though is we need to win some games. Is the Panthers are going to keep oh, losing? No, and we have, and we have their Panthers. Pick. Yeah, that's right. We so, have the Panthers yeah. picks. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, it'd be Chicago, Chicago, Vegas, Denver. So Denver still somehow has their pick, uh, which is I I don't believe that, but. Denver is right there. I, Minnesota is going to win a few games unless they, it, it, with unless they trade Kirk Cousins, they'll win a few games. Right. I don't know about the Jets. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what to feel about Sunday night. I don't you don't know what that, to feel about Sunday night. Yeah, no, like I don't know if that's like if it's just like if that's a one game thing. It's not like listen. Zach Wilson's been bad since he came to the league, but it's not like there have Correct. been good Zach Wilson moments. Like there was that game last year against Pittsburgh, yeah, um, fourth quarter comeback. Yeah, there. You know, there's 
there's it's it hasn't been like 100% awful football since it, there's been good Zach Wilson moments so it's not like you know this is the first great game he his first good game he's ever had in the league like he's done he, he's had his moments since he's gotten here there haven't been many of them so it's you really don't have like you know you don't really have much proof that this could be the start of something new and an upward trajectory um, because the thing he has struggled with the most is just consistency. So yeah, I don't know. I, I just don't know if this lingers over and if it's the same Zach against, they still have to play Miami and Buffalo and, you know, New England again. And it's just, I don't know if they can do that. One difference to me was the, the sideline and how everyone was treating Zach. Garrett Wilson was treating him nice. Yeah. Like he, he seemed like he had friends and people supporting him on the sideline which we haven't seen in a while right i don't know yeah. if that's because he was playing well or if they were doing that pregame too frankly yeah, might know, yeah. but it was I'm, a I'm, different vibe in new york that's probably say, probably because he was playing well i would i would assume so because i mean he they was were playing well yes he, i mean garrett i mean garrett wilson has i mean he he didn't he sort of not shade him in the locker room last year but sort he, of take they a all little did. bit of yeah, yeah, and, but and then you're right. With the again, I, I brought it up. I think a week or two ago, like the Mike F and white shirts, and then like yeah. they're lobbying heavy for Rogers on Twitter. It's like I, I, they, I think they treat Zach. They love Zach Sunday because he actually like made plays, and that's honestly they kind of opened up the playbook anyway. So they absolutely did, yeah. You know, maybe that's a sign, but I, I just give me. Two more good games the next two weeks. I think That's he played it. well enough to buy himself another game. Yes, oh, absolutely. Um, There's no question he's starting. And then next week is against the Broncos, so he's probably going to buy himself another week. And then you're going to go up against the Philadelphia Eagles at MetLife Stadium. Um, so that's that's a toss up, right? That could go. That could be one of those four pick days, or it could be, you know, mm. here or there. So we'll we'll yeah. see about that. But I mean. Out of I saw this interesting stat on uh, on social media. I think it was on Twitter. CBS Sports posted this, but uh, only one QB has had more completions, passing yards, passing TDs, and fewer interceptions than Patrick Mahomes in his 127 starts in college or the NFL. And it was Zach Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> on Sunday night, absolutely crazy. Uh, I think he had like 105 passer rating, um, and Mahomes had like a 63 passer rating. So. If you look at those stats, you'd be like, oh, the Jets won this game. And, of course, we still yep. did not win. Um, Joe Namath goes on uh, you know, a podcast again, and he says, I take it back. You know, I was wrong. Back. I, hope, I, I hope he's here for the next 10 years. It's crazy how one performance, like, shakes everything up. 10 years? One, he's that, I shit you not. He said Joe Namath goes from his play, his play was disgusting to I, I take it back. I want well, him here for the next 10 years. And that you know, was a little you know, harsh. No, it was harsh. Yeah. The turnaround's crazy. Yeah. Um, especially in such a short amount of time. But I, to answer your question, why was the sideline so, like, so much more positive towards Zach? It's because he was playing better, absolutely. But you also have Aaron Rodgers going on the Pat McAfee show saying, like, everybody needs to, like, settle down a little bit. Aaron Rodgers is on the crutches, on the golf cart. Right. You know, in the building, in the locker room, and then – up in Woody Johnson's suite, I think that had a lot to do with it because those everybody in that locker room, even the coaching staff, looks up to to Aaron Rodgers like crazy. So I think him being there uh, helped out a ton. I think Randall Cobb and Lazard kind of like consoling um, 
Zach helped a ton. Um, like you said, Ryan, Nathaniel Hackett definitely opened up the playbook quite a bit. Um, got to see Zach out of the pocket a little bit more. Uh, we weren't running on first down as much as we should have, but I really like what I saw from Zach in like the the second to like start of the third quarter. And then from that point on, from 10 minutes in the third quarter to the end of the game, I mean, we didn't score points. I mean, somebody's got to take the fall for that. The reason we lost is mostly because Zach fumbled that that ball there at the end of the game. Um, we'll talk about the call. We'll talk about the the holding call was a holding call. I don't know why everybody's oh, up really? in arms. Yeah, I really don't understand why people are up in arms. It was like five or seven, six yards. But you could see he turned them. There's a clear grab. It's a holding call. Yeah, the I one saw on something. Jer- the, the one on Jermaine, I don't know why everybody's going crazy over that. The one on Jermaine Johnson where it's like third and 22 and Patrick Mahomes runs for the first down, clear as day holding, doesn't get called. The safety that we got was not a safety. The flag did not start, like the face mask, whatever the call was, did not start in the end zone. It started clearly outside of the end zone. We got stupid lucky with the safety call. So the I thought the refereeing was pretty garbage both ways. Um, so in that sense, I guess you could say it was relatively fair. But um, even the Brees Hall horse collar where Brees actually grabbed his face mask and the guy just grabbed his jersey like right here, that was a horrible call, but it gave us the first down. Like you could look, you could pick apart this game and look at the horrible calls made, um, especially the ref throwing the flag after the pick happened, what we were talking about on the Sauce Gardner hold. But um, yeah, no, it, it comes down to uh, the the locker room being behind Zach and Nathaniel Hackett opening up the playbook and Zach making those throws more confidently. And Joe Tipman, our second round pick, started at right guard who is our backup center, who we expect to take over the starting center job. And he did not let a single pressure in. So we pushed Makai Becton out to left tackle. Dwayne Brown's out. Vera Tucker's over the right tackle. Um, I really like this lineup. I think we've got Zach much more time. I think he's a lot more confident in the pocket. And I think it's worth, obviously, moving forward with him for the next week or two and then reevaluating, trying to get Trevor Simeon up to speed just in case, you know, this was a fluke. That's so, that's kind of my thoughts on yeah. it. You sound optimistic, but what like what do you think? Six wins? Where do you yeah, think? Yeah, six are or seven. Think, I think six or seven is realistic. Playoff team though? Mm, no, I mean we got to go on the road to Buffalo. We got to play Miami twice. Uh, we got to play at New England. Um, we got to play at the Browns. I mean those are those are really tough Eagles. games right there. The Eagles. Those are six really tough games that we're not going to be favored in any of them. So, I mean, I I, I see us getting around 10 or 11 losses this year. Um, you know what sucks is we, that – no, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say if we get to the bye 3-3, three and three, I think it will change the entire kind of uh, mindset of the locker room and we'll have a better outlook. And we, we have a chance of going 8-9 and nine or something like borderline 500 if we get to the bye at 3-3. Three and three. Otherwise – Looking at six and eleven, seven and ten. Yeah. But they but get Aaron Rodgers back week thirteen. Yeah. No. I'll take him. I'll he, take him on. He one said day. it again. He said it again. Yeah, he uh, keeps doubling down. Yeah, he keeps thinking. He keeps saying that. There's like, what is it like the speed bridge thing? Um, I don't know. He he said something about like the way they're rehabbing his Achilles is some like very modern day maneuver. And he, then, he said there's nothing normal about it. He said it's an aggressive approach. Yeah. I don't know, but like, the problem right, with the, the, the unique, <laughs> the unique, 
unique situation with the Jets, though, is that, like, with the Bears, they could sort of, like, wave the white flag and take advantage of the trade deadline. But the Jets sort of... The Jets are waiting for Rodgers to come back. Like, they need mm. this roster that they plan to win a Super Bowl with this year, next year. Like, yeah. they have to... They can't just start giving away... They need this offensive line because... You know, they're about one injury away from chaos ensuing. Yes. We've seen it multiple times. Right. They need, you know, they need their receivers for Zach. They need their running backs for Zach. Uh, they need the defense because it's basically the entire backbone of that roster. So, like, they can't do anything. They basically have to, if, if losing, can, if they get back in the loss column and it continues, they basically kind of have to just, like, you know, who are they going to give up? Like, who are, who, are they, who would they trade away at the trade deadline to actually maybe make the future a little bit brighter? Like, all they could do is just, like, stay yeah. patient until Aaron is back on the field. You're right. They're kind of right. held hostage right now yeah. um, by Zach Wilson. And, you know, we're, yeah, we're not really going to give up anything for anyone. Cause they should have gotten Aaron, injured, Aaron's dude. Aaron's coming back. Yeah, they should, she would have been. They nice. should have she gotten Minshew really nice. as a number two. Just make Zach inactive every week. Like <laughs> you could keep him and develop him, but like Minshew, oh god, they would have been. Not, they would be nine and eight with Minshew easily. Probably ten and seven, and but. probably one of the most fun teams in the league with how young they are and him at quarterback. That'd yeah, be, they'd just be so much fun. Yeah, I still have fun watching them because I, you know, when mm-hmm. Zach is just. You know, and it's just entertaining sometimes, especially against the, New England. It was fun to watch that offense because it was just like run, run, pass, incomplete, three and out, boost. Like that was it. <laughs> it's like must yeah. watch, like must watch if you're like not a Jets fan. It was just entertaining to see. Obviously, that's how it was last night with the Giants, and it wasn't fun to watch. But um, yeah, that's another team that's gonna that they're 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 right there with Chicago. Really? Thinking about yeah. blowing it up? Yeah, I mean, there's... like, not the coaching staff. I guess there's, there, you know, Dayball is in, on the hot seat, that's for sure. But, I mean, there's coordinators who are. Like, uh, the special teams coordinator, there's, like, I, I think there were six special teams penalties in last night's game. Uh, yeah. yeah. And so that, and then the offensive line gives up 11 sacks, although Daniel's got to get rid of the ball at some point sometimes. A lot of them are on him. Uh, but like offensive line coaches on the hot seat and special teams coordinators on the hot seat. And all of a sudden they got to face Miami and Buffalo in back-to-back weeks, uh, a team that scored 70 and then a team that beat that team by 28. Like, so in two weeks, the defensive coordinator may be on the hot seat as well. And they're still not scoring points. And now the offensive coordinators, like they don't have, they're so much closer to Caleb Williams than they are the Eagles. And the whole thing was yeah. to like get to what the Eagles and Cowboys are in forty nine and they're so and they're so much closer to Chicago and Denver, um, and Carolina and you know, it's just I think at some point the problem is you can't really blow it up now because he's under contract for at least two more years, Daniel is. Um, they could probably get rid of him after year two. They could I mean not probably, they can get rid of him after year two. Uh, so that that's you know, he's locked in. Dable's not on the hot seat, so he's locked in. The GM just got there last year. He's lo- like, they don't have the sort of uh, 
they don't have the leeway to blow it up all up right now, but I think in two weeks we're going to be sitting here and they're going to be one in five, and there's no doubt they're going to be one in five because Miami and Buffalo are are head and shoulders better, are just above and beyond better than them in a number of different ways. You could argue probably every way right now. Um, so it really looks like a four-win team. After after week one, they lose forty to nothing. I said five six win team. Even after forty to nothing loss, now it's 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 getting really bad. Damn. They're, and their offensive line hasn't been great in years. They just have a really good left tackle that masks the issues on it. But now he's hurt, so it's a total disaster. Like is they he gave up a the season, or is he coming back? No, he's probably coming back. It's he's game to game. Like really, oh, okay. he 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 tried to make it back for game two, and he ended up missing three straight. So, like, it's just one of those things where he's week to week, uh, and Saquon is too, but, you know, it, it really looks like it's closer to Caleb Williams than the playoffs at this point. And if they're one in five, I think that's, I think the confidence within that organization and the excitement within that organization, which was so clear in the offseason, is going to be all but, all but gone, basically. I mean, look at the guys who they brought in too. I mean, what did Darren Waller had one catch last night? Yeah. You know, Bob. They, they brought in Bobby Okereke on a forty million dollar contract, and they can't tackle. Like they have two. They, for some reason, their two rookie corners aren't like their biggest issues. Like it's just there's so many things that the team needs to fix, and I think they really, really uh, they brought back a number of players from last year. They they. They shouldn't have given Daniel this big contract. They should have tagged him, and they should have let Saquon walk. Uh, they did not need to bring Darius Slayton and Sterling Shepard back. I'm not sure why they brought Shepard back at all. Um, they, you know, there's multiple guys they resigned from last year. Jihad Ward, one of their edge rushers, O'Shane Zimenez, who's a practice squad. Like, you know, there's. I get the whole thing where keeping homegrown guys together to build, but like, you know, I think they really, they thought this, they thought last year's team was better than it actually was. So, I mean, they, they, they got off the last year's team really out, outperformed themselves and got off to a really, really hot start. And they were six and one and seven and two at another point. So that like gave them a lot of leeway to get into the playoffs, but it's not a good team or roster or quarterback. So, I think they're cooked. You're saying about four and uh, thirteen, five. Four and, 12? and thirteen. Four. No, not even five and twelve. I don't even know where the wins come. I'm going to be honest with you. Like I don't. Like they, Miami, then Buffalo, and then all of a sudden they're losing to Washington. They're not beating Washington. They're probably losing to Washington twice. Washington um, played really well against the Eagles the other day. Dude, yeah, um, Washington. I was so surprised. Really well. Washington I was so surprised is, they didn't go for two there at the end of the game to win. Oh my god, they one should. Play, oh my one god, they play should. In your hands. I absolutely. Like, dude, I was road. sitting on the couch that watching that. Me I'm off like, so much. how do you not go for it in that spot and you settle for OT? Like, give me a break. That's like that is Jason Garrett, Joe Judge football <laughs> in Wash. That is that's terrible. But they're losing to Washington Jets probably. Yeah, just knowing them. Uh, Raiders, maybe Cowboys, Washington. 
They'll definitely lose to Green Bay in New Orleans. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I really don't know where the wins come. I mean, I guess they play the... I guess the Raiders is, are bad, and the Pats just got killed. So, I, I don't know. Any given yeah. Sunday, Ryan. But I don't even you think that... Know. No, I don't, like... I think they're really. I think they're 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 kind of screwed. Like they don't have the quarterback, and they don't have the line. So that's tough. But, yeah, and that's there what was, I was saying about a week ago, 64, 64 to three combined score at MetLife Stadium this year for them, right? Because I think yeah. it was twenty four to three last night. Yeah. Yikes! Damn, that's bad. And Dable's getting kind of testy too. Yeah, the, uh, he is, dude. That the flip, the uh, the iPad flip on the sideline. That was. Uh, I, I did re- not expect to see anything like that from Brian Dable. That's kind there of, was a uh, reporter last night who had asked him, like, you know, your your three blowout losses. You give up forty. You give up this. You give up that. And then like he's like, I know the scores. I know the scores. I see them every day. Like he's like very like <laughs> he's 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 getting test. Like you know, all of a sudden they're one and three and things are not looking great. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like a disaster. But did you see Sean Payton getting pretty heated during an interview, like post game interview? They were Sean asking him about how's it. This was before he week beat three, Bears, but yeah. yeah, week three when they were like, "How's it feel to lose by that much?" And he's like, "What do you mean it sucks?" And then another reporter asked him the same question, basically, and yeah, yeah, he kind of he kind of snapped. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Payton's kind of feeling it. It seems. Peyton, he's like, he's been angry since he got there, even before the season. He was, like, yelling about Hackett. <laughs> yeah. That is ridiculous. And Russell Dude, Wilson, yeah, he's, like, he's like, stop kissing babies. You're not running for public office. It's like, <laughs> it's like Sean, calm down, dude. <laughs> like, holy shit. I can't wait for the Hackett-Peyton Bowl next weekend. 425, thank God it's not a primetime game, on Sunday. I'm excited. That it's a chance for us to uh, – to get to uh, two and three, which is, I guess, n- not all that bad, considering uh, the quarterback struggles and the offensive struggles. Two so and three think- start would be probably very good, considering all of like yeah. the just tra- the, oh, just the amount we of uh, tragic. We snuck out that moments. win against the Bills. Yeah. Like that was such a well. I said if you did it. I said if you did it. Be zero and four. Yeah, well, yeah. I said if you didn't, oh, you probably sure. would have gotten another quarterback sooner. I that was like that win was sort of like yeah. a negative in disguise. Like, but I starting out getting to two and three despite like the basically three weeks of just horrendous quarterback play back to back to back would be pretty impressive on Salah's part. I would say. Do you uh, do you think I saw the Bengals put up three points against the Tennessee Titans? Um, do you think that's like Joe Burrow's injury there? Is he just not getting the ball out? Do you think there's a chance that they sit him for the? Uh, you know what they did with Stafford last year. Do you see that happening with the Bengals this year? Do you think they almost like give in? No, at some uh, they point? can't. The the Raider or the Rams was so different with Stafford because they were coming off a Super Bowl and they didn't. I don't know. The, the Bengals, they keep building momentum and, and trying to get back to the Super Bowl and win it. I feel like right now you can't give in this early. They do look terrible, though. Like, right now, they're not a playoff team. Yeah. I, I didn't even put them in my top ten in, in the power rankings. I just can't. I don't know. It's No, they're, it's they're really, really bad. bad. Look. They're like, really bad. Um, I don't know if so it's like the Rams. offense, too. Yeah. 
I don't know if it's like the Rams from last year because like the Rams sort of. I I don't I don't want to say they are the Rams were okay with losing last year, but they weren't. They sort of saw it coming. Everyone and yeah. everyone knew they mortgaged the future to win it. That yeah, one they year. went all yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, and they did. So like, you can't really knock them. Like, if the Rams are bad for a year or two, like after that, like, you know, they want they, they 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 knew what they were doing and they got it done. So, um, but I don't know. I think I think Cincinnati is just bad, and I yeah, think Burrow. What did they lose? They they lost two safeties. I think they, who are very good safeties. But is did they lose anyone else? They signed a big left tackle. I don't get it. They I don't should, get why they're playing so bad. Yeah, regardless of who they, you know, if you're paying your quarterback, how much should he? What's his contract? Two seventy five. Most all time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, you can't be scoring three points. Like, I mean, even if it was like. You know, put Burrow on the Giants' offense with a two seventy-five million dollar contract. Like you can't three points is just yeah. yeah that's I I don't even have them in top. They're I'm looking at uh, Tankathon. They're number eight right now. Like they would have the in eighth the pick. AFC. Oh no, they would have the eighth overall pick. Like I gotcha. <clears throat> yeah, not good. Tankathon. I should have figured that one. I'm slow. Go ahead, Kyle. Were you gonna say something? Do you use it? No, I don't. No. I don't even know what it is. No, is it just like a, a draft predictor? What it does is it tracks um, what the draft order would be now if the season ended okay. today. So it, it, it updates it in real time. So basically the it's like at? six and Giants at ten. But there's obviously okay. like there's obviously like half the league is two and two. So um, And the Patriots are right behind us? Pats are seven. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're going to jump us. They're going to yeah, jump right. <laughs> They're going to trade up. <laughs> Fucking A. Oh, God. Dude, Every year. No, I could see, dude, Bill's going to trade up to number two if it ends like that. You Bill's going to so? figure, Bill's getting the quarterback. He's like, nah, this, is, this shit's over. Yeah. I'm done. I'm not dealing with these two, these two kids. I agree. Um, these two kids that literally look exactly the same, their pictures, and they play exactly the same, and they are, like, it's the same quarterback. Well, he keeps like, drafting defensive. Like, what do you expect? There's no improvements on the offense. You go out and get Juju and Gesicki and Zeke, like some injury-prone guys and, you know, older dudes. I just – I don't know. I feel like he's not really helping out his, his quarterback at all. Um, besides getting Bill O'Brien, I don't see much improvement on the offense. So, I mean, I, I – I, for me, I, I think a lot of people, a lot of people are giving Mac shit. I, I don't think he's really had enough to excel in that offense. Personally, um, I think some team's going to pick him up if they get rid of him pretty quickly. Um, Dude, real quick um, on the Bengals, I was I was pulling it up because I was curious. They're minus two thirty to miss the playoffs, like heavily favored yeah. to miss. I looked at because we know how tough the AFC North is. They play the Forty ers the Bills, the Seahawks, and the Chiefs as yeah, their. That's rough non-divisional games that's brutal yeah, minus that's 230 they're gonna they're gonna go from the hottest that. team in the yeah one of the hottest teams in the nfl to that i wonder if he's on the hot seat i wonder if zach taylor's on the hot seat if they finish for like sure they hated him when they were winning yeah i mean like oh, yeah, they, they i i didn't like him at first but then all of a sudden they went to the super bowl like when they had the same odds that year as the Jaguars, I'm pretty sure, with Urban initially. And so, like, they shocked everybody, and I was like, okay, I mean, 
I guess he just needed his quarterback, which he really didn't have for two years because obviously Burrow had that like huge he got injury. Hurt, yeah. yeah, and then so I don't know. I I definitely think that's a legitimate option for uh, coach coach firings. Once one, if they finish five and twelve, I think he's Super he's Bowl, AFC Championship, miss the playoffs. Do you think that's good for firing? Yeah. Yes, when you have, you know, when they, they have a good roster. Like, they have yeah. a good oh, offensive yeah. roster. They have they have a good who, defensive line even isn't bad. They're supposed to have, they have who the guy who's supposed to be the number two quarterback in the league behind Mahomes. Um, they are supposed to have probably one of the, probably top three receiving corps in the AFC. Yeah. For with sure. Jamar, yeah, and Tyler Boyd. And for yeah, sure, yeah. I mean, yeah. and I would take Mixon over a number of other running backs, to be honest with you. I still, I, I, still th- I still think Mixon can be your starting back, even like he's in, what, year seven, I think it is. So yeah, he's a they have a good, yeah. Like he, they have a good foundation of players, and if he can't get anything out of them, if he's, if he's supposed to be the offensive-minded guy and they're scoring three points, like he's, he's definitely, I think he's definitely screwed. If, yeah. they, if they win five games. Yeah. Um, what, you, what did you think of the Chargers? I feel like the Chargers almost botched that game there at the end. Staley telling Asante Samuel to go down instead of returning it for uh, probably what could have been a pick six. And it's, then I, I thought it was just like, I thought it was like coach versus coach that entire game. I don't know if you guys watched it, but there were some pretty poor decisions made by both teams there um i was like who i don't know going for it on fourth down multiple times getting stopped i don't know what these coaches are thinking there's there was twice where i wanted the jets to go for it on fourth down and we settled for the field goal instead and i don't know i i don't understand how brandon staley's like i feel like he's the one keeping his team in the game like but the wrong way like i feel like they could be creating space and i feel like he's keeping them like to the level of the competition every time so I, I don't I don't understand. And you look at their comments on their videos and everybody, their whole fan base is fire Staley, fire Staley, fire Staley. It's actually sad. Like you hate to see it, but it's it's so easy to see. Like it's just poor decision after poor decision. Dude, I don't know how Kellen Moore is not more involved like in, in things like that, um I thought the Chargers offense was gonna be easily a top three offense yeah. this year with Kellen. I mean, I thought everything was gonna be clicking and I know Mike Williams is hurt, Neckler's hurt, but you have Justin Herbert's like you could make things happen if he's as good as we think he is. So mm-hmm. I think Kellen Moore's almost gotta take the reins a little bit more. Yeah. Because I agree that, it's, that, everyone's that, been mad as Staley. That might years. be his replacement. They might have brought him in. They might have brought him in to be Staley's replacement if things. What, don't do, go what well are you this waiting season. for at this point? Yeah, I mean Chargers. They're, they they're two and be... two. And for the past I, couple I of years, they've the been good enough. I they think they been. lose. I agree. I think they lose five of the next seven. I'm just looking really? at their schedule. Yeah. Chiefs, Cowboys, uh, Chiefs, uh, Lions, Packers, Ravens. They'll lose two. They'll they can beat Chicago and then the Jets. Um, Fuck you. So no, that, I'm, I'm saying <laughs> what was that? it could have been the Giants or the Jets. I would have right said yes. <laughs> no, I, I I like I think they could they lose five of the next seven, and then they have like they have maybe they could somehow 
what, what's their record now? Two and two. Two and they two. Two and two. So then that's second gonna, in the division. So that would get them to four and seven, if they were to win two of their next seven. So then maybe they could prob they could prob they have Patriots, Broncos, and Raiders back to back to back late in the season, and they also have Broncos again on like New Year's Eve. So like maybe maybe that's a team that sort of squeaks in eight and nine if that conference isn't if that conference wild card race isn't as stacked I guess. Um, but I don't know if they don't make it if they're if they don't make it to the playoffs or they're one and done. He is like he's so, they're not going to let him back be, yeah. on the team plane after the yeah. last game. Like dude, no even way. you mentioned the next seven games. The Chargers, they came into the season with top four or so potential in the AFC. They've got to find a way to beat some of those big teams. You can't just be marking those losses. Like, they have the talent, especially if Eckler's back. There's no excuse. Even if it's the Chiefs and Bills or whoever that you're losing to, you still can't be doing that when you have a roster as good as the Chargers. Yeah. The quarterback is good as Herbert. You've got to find a way to win some of those games. They hung with the Dolphins too. Like it, they, it was a shootout that game. That game so was like, you one know of the best it. games of the year. Yeah, yeah. But not I don't on know. Time though. I, I think is. even if you're losing to those guys, like even if you lose to the Chiefs and Bills and Ravens, like that's enough to fire a coach with that roster. Yeah, dude. The Chargers Dolphins game was like automatic over. <laughs> like, oh, it yeah. was like over. No matter 50, what it was, it was like over fifty three. I'm like, oh jeez, dude. These are like. I mean, I don't love Staley, but I, they're they're two. Those are like two of the best offensive minds in the whole entire league. So, right. The last uh, the last thing I, I want to bring up before we go into power rankings is: um, Are you more impressed with the the Texans so far this season, or are you more shocked with the Steelers? Um, because they played each other this week, and it was a brutal beatdown. I think Kenny Pickett ended up leaving the game from for a knee injury, but you more shocked with the Steelers unable to do anything, and from what I heard, playing doing the exact same plays week in and week out, and defenses are picking up on it. Of course, a de- defensive-minded coach like D'Amico Ryan is going to pick that up. Um, what are you more shocked with or impressed? Imp- impressed say? with the Texans. Yeah. Easy answer. Because to me, I when agree. you have a rookie quarterback and a roster, I mean, their team was so bad last year. They had every yeah. right to the number one pick until they did whatever that was in week 17. They were such a bad team, and that they looked like they got worse in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Um, we were expecting the Texans to be that number one pick again this coming year. Crazy. And they're playing with juice like, the past couple of weeks, they didn't just, like, find ways to win. And that's, what, again, we expected the rookie quarterback. When you look at, like, the Colts, how they're playing right now, they're finding ugly ways to win the game. Mm-hmm. They run the ball at the middle. They play tough defense. Like, the Texans are winning by multiple scores. They're having big plays. Their sidelines going nuts. All the players are, like, doing celebrations together after big touchdowns. Yeah. It does not look like one of the worst teams in the league. I'm really impressed with them. They're playing with so much fire. Like they're playing like they want to make the playoffs this year. Dude, I love I Houston right now. I think. Well, I, I'm definitely more impressed with Houston just because, like, I didn't think. I'm not a big on Kenny Pickett, so I, I just. I, I I thought Pittsburgh was a surefire last team in that division this year, anyway. So and they might not finish. I mean, who knows? Obviously, with Cincinnati now, but I, I don't know. I I saw I saw it with. Even just this draft, I saw it more with C.J. Stroud than I did with Bryce Young. I thought I would have taken C.J. Stroud at number one. 
um, just because I thought he had a better arm and better size than he does. But he, you know, I, I, I think they figured that position out, at least through the first four weeks, it seems that they have. So I think they're in such a good spot where, you know, they can work towards getting that out of the way in the post to Sean Watson era. And let's be honest, that's what they've needed. That's the biggest, yeah. posi- that's the biggest need they've had in three years you know it's not the head coach they didn't have great head coaching with Watson either with Bill O'Brien so like you know they've they've had the coaches and all that they've had those one and dones like Dave um David Cully and then uh who is the guy um Lovey Smith Lovey Smith yeah but you know their biggest need for three years and they haven't really been able to address it until this offseason uh, was quarterback, and if they figure that out, which they seen they've had, I mean, obviously it's only been four games, um, but you know that's a team that could be on the up and up, especially in that division too. I think they they yeah. have a really good chance to take advantage of a situation in that division where you know Colts have Colts also have a rookie quarterback, so that that's a team you could definitely compete with. Um, Jacksonville's you know Jacksonville beat Atlanta over in London, and they're back in London again this week for whatever reason. But, you know, that's they, they're not huh. looking like the team. Yeah, I, I just noticed that yesterday. I was like, they're, yeah. why are they I in London shocked. again? I saw they're it on, London's like... Thing. They were there last year, too. Yeah, <laughs> like, they, they, they were in London last week, and then all of a sudden I see, like, their game being broadcast for, like, the ad for, like, ESPN+, Plus, and it said, like, coverage starts at 9.30. And I'm like, are they back? Like, it's, I don't know. But... yeah. They're, they don't look like the team that made their run into the playoffs last year. Um, and Tennessee, I, re- I, I don't know what Tennessee is really ever. It's just such a weird oh, yeah. team that, you know, they beat Cincinnati 27-3 to this past Sunday, but, you know, they could get killed next week. I have no idea, you know? It's, it's an yeah. ugly 27-3, to though, is the weird thing. Yeah, like, yeah. it's just, it's not, it's never, it's, it's never like a clean win. It's never like a Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, like, you know, just right. well, against Denver, like, or whoever. Like, it's, it's, it's not like a clean win. It's just, you know, I, I never know. I never know what to get out of the Titans, even if they're, even if they look like a playoff team or not. So, honestly, Texans are what? Two and two? They've won two straight, yeah. and, they've kill, and they've won two straight by a lot, too. Like, they've won yeah. by 44 combined points. And they're putting up, right. I mean, you know, Brian Dayball is supposed to be this offensive guru and Daniel Jones, $160 million contract. And then you got rookie quarterback, rookie head coach putting up 37 points and 30 points in back-to-back weeks. And their head coach isn't even an offensive Defense. guy. Yeah. yeah. Like, That's so crazy. it's just like, this is a team. You know, now, Houston's a take, team take all a of a sudden. Take a schedule, too. Their schedule is I'm looking right now. Falcons, Saints, Panthers, Bucks. I think they lose to Bucks. That might be a good game. Just saying. Yeah. Bucks, Texans. Still, that's that's the scary team on their schedules. Bengals, Bengals, Cardinals, Jags again. Wow. (laughs) Dude, they might win the division. They could go ahead and win. Dude, I think they win the division. Holy shit. Damn. That's crazy. Right. The whole Yo, division. Right we now are, is we're, two two. we're so hopping on the Texas. I'm, hop- I'm hopping on the Texas bandwagon. Do you know, the, you know the stat I'm about to say? What, the most right. passing C- yards in the first four starts? CJ, even better, even better. All time, CJ Stroud's number one in quarterback passing yards per game in his career. Patrick Mahomes is number two. 
Wow. I know we're four games in, but not many quarterbacks ever get to say that in their life. He's four games in. We're hopping on the Texans bandwagon. Yeah, we're all in. I love the Buccaneers and the Buccaneers bandwagon. So my bets for that game are going to be a coin flip. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let Baker, bro. What have I been telling you about Baker? (laughs) Dude, I think I I picked Tampa Bay to win that division too. Like I picked him last. I picked him last, and you told us off. Dude, I don't even like I, I. I mean, it's, it's it's only four games, and it's not I, like their their schedule isn't exactly. And that's a, that's a bad division too. True. <laughs> All right, we're, but, Frank, we're comparing teams. Let's see those power rankings. All right, let me pull them up. Yeah, we're yeah, yeah. The com- compare teams era. Week five power rankings. I feel like after talking to you guys, I want to drop the Steelers off the board entirely, <laughs> and I um I might actually do that oh, right Texans now. Texans at seven. I love that. Dude, if the Falcons got a um, quarterback, I would so. I'm gonna go ahead and take the Steelers off now. So, are we saying that I'm putting the Colts here at number ten, or is there another team that's not listed here that you would put? Starting uh, the AFC. You know what? Let's start at the top first. Let's start at the top. So, number one, I have the Chiefs. I feel like Kyle said Bills the last two Bills. weeks. I believe. I've been on Bills. Yeah. I was Bills, Bills? the Super Bowl. I think we got to run that back. All right then, Bills to the top. We will move the Bills to the top. They've earned it, right? I agree. I think yeah. one fluke, and um, I think they deserve it. I think that moment was way too big for Josh that night. Yeah, I think it was. <laughs> way too, way Which too is surprising. Because <laughs> last last year they played. Uh, they were the first game season opener against the Rams, and they destroyed the Rams. If you remember that, and the Rams mm-hmm. had a lot of hype going yeah. into the season. Yes, too. dude. I um, yeah. They they. Dude, it was like what thirty-seven to six, like yeah, that opening night. Yeah, almost really exactly. Bad. <laughs> um, all right, we got Chiefs at two, Dolphins at three, Ravens at four. Do you agree with those? Yeah, but I want to see the Dolphins bounce back. That was. It was. I don't know if I was surprised yeah. by the Dolphins. They're just so impressed with the Bills. I actually have Miami yep. at two, Kansas City at three. I don't know. Kansas okay. City has got to do better than no, that that's, against Zach. Yeah, no, like, that's a fair argument. That's a fair argument. Um, all right, so we pretty much so we have the same top three teams, right? Ravens at four. Yeah. Ravens at four. Jags Absolutely. at five. Ryan, do you like that? I have, no, Jags I, have at five. I have Chargers at five, but honestly, I think I do I, too. I, I think I think those might be interchangeable. You have to give me like okay. one char- more week for both of them. Dude, All I right. have Chargers at five because they're they're a higher ceiling. I had Chargers pushing four because like Khalil Mack looking that good without Joey Bosa on the field. Yeah. I think that could spark something in that defense. And if that defense good point. gets going at all, no one's going to want to play the Chargers. I don't think the Jaguars have enough firepower on defense to, to really scare teams. But if that Chargers defensive line really gets going, it legitimately could be the best defensive line in the NFL. Okay. Yeah. I think so I think Khalil Mack, what do you have, five or six sacks? Six. Without yeah. Joey Bosa in there? That's insane. That I didn't even know Joey yeah. wasn't playing. That's, that's yeah. news to me. Damn, that's more impressive then. I mean, if they um, both get hot, they could really spark something in that defense. I got Texans at seven. Are we okay with that? That's awesome. We're all about it. Yeah. Browns at eight. Um, Deshaun Watson didn't play last week, so, I mean, I kind of – I think it's fair for them to stay in the top ten. Um Titans at nine, and then um, I don't know about number ten. Dude, I think it I is... think Browns, Titans, Steelers—they're they're the ugly win eight through ten teams. 
Yeah, I was. But I'm just worried about the Steelers. Honestly, I think they might go down from here. Like I don't see. Well, a great once they start for them. Once they start talking about should we move on from Kenny Pitt is when it when it becomes over. If when they start it, turning the back on him, that could yeah, so it would, could go downhill. So are you thinking Colts at ten or are you thinking Steelers at ten? I am uh, holding with the Steelers for now, but I don't love it. Brian? Mm, I'll go Steelers too. Alright then. Yeah. I think much decided. higher ceiling than the they're Colts much, right now. Yeah, they're much better coached. All right, let's run through the uh, let's run through the AFC then. Um, so you guys would change Chiefs and Dolphins, and then Jags and Chargers, and then the rest is kind of up in the air. All right, NFC uh, 49ers, Eagles, Cowboys. What do we think of those? For the record, I am good with Chiefs at two. I think, but okay. Anyway, um, just if we're voting, uh, number one 49ers, number one team in the league. Dude, I'm going with 49ers, Eagles, and then Detroit at three. Dude, I don't really? Know. Detroit impressed me. I took Green Bay to win last Thursday, and dude, I don't know. I think Detroit's the real deal. And no, I funny. agree. I had Cowboys at two. I'm moving them up. Yeah. Really? I think I don't know. I something is really rubbing me the wrong way about this loss to this Dallas loss to Arizona. That was ugly. Yeah, that was that was, and Arizona's not bad. Like Arizona's like, they're the way other. We thought Arizona was like the clear cut number one overall yeah. pick, and they, I well, there are multiple teams worse than them now. It could be, yeah. It's one of those things. To, do the Cowboys suck when they face adversity? Because right. the teams they beat aren't that. I mean, it's the Patriots, the Jets, and the Giants. We'll find out this weekend. They're all honestly. tough teams, but like none of them good. So. Yeah, this this Sunday is going to be fun. 49ers. It's going to be in San Fran as well. So it's um Cowboys I'm going to stream that game for sure. What's the line? Well, no, I said Cowboys are entering they're they're 49ers are favored by 4, but then they play the Chargers, okay. the Rams and the Eagles. So we're going to find out what the Cowboys are about yeah, we will these find next out. That's a good next point. 4 weeks. Um, all right, so the top five. You guys agree with the top five in terms of the teams in there, not necessarily the order? Correct. Uh, yeah. Ryan, you like the Seahawks in there? <laughs> yeah, or no? yeah, yeah. Or are you going to bump? And then Buccaneers at six, do you think that's fair? Yes. Wait, let's touch on the Lions again because okay. you had them at what? Two or three? Three? Me, I had them at three. He, he had them at three. One thing I'll say about the Lions that is, I mean, kind of scary is that they're like – they're another team I thought would win ugly. They're the aggressor. Like, other teams are changing their game plan and trying to do different. Like, they're not playing their game because the Lions are so aggressive. They get to the quarterback. They tackle hard. They always have a bunch of big hits on defense. And then, yeah, they dominate the line of scrimmage. Jared Goff looks, Jared Goff looks like relatively elite a lot of the time when I watch him, um, which is hard for me to say. I don't know what it is. I don't want to call him, like, a great quarterback, but – he looks like he could go win his team games right now. So yeah. they're in that discussion. I'm not ruling him out of what you're saying right now, of jumping into that top three and making a push. Mm. No, I, I, yeah, I don't know. They impressed me against Green Bay. Um, yeah, I think that team is definitely – that team wins it at that division, I would say, 100%. And um, so 7 through 10 then, um, Commanders, Saints, Rams, and Falcons, um, which – I bumped out the 
Packers and I think it was just the Packers I took out and I put the Rams in. Um, do you like 7 through 10 or would you change the order? Would you bump the Rams up um, considering they still don't have Cup? Um, That's would true. You replace, would you replace? I mean, the Falcons did beat the Packers, so I guess they would have the head-to-head. Um, what do you think about these last four teams? I would do Commanders, Rams, Saints, Falcons, Packers, Falcons. You throw I'm not the giving up on the Saints yet. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm not giving up on the Saints yet either. Um, Man, yeah, that's a this good point. Tough. These are, but you would put the Packers in there. The Packers yeah. I took out. You would keep the Packers in. You think they yeah. just had a bad week against a really good team? Yeah. Um, I think Lafleur is still a good coach. I think. Uh, yeah. You know, sure. I think Jordan Love's gonna have to step up a little bit consistently. But um, do you, you think know. the Packers He's have a better moments. offense than any of these teams? I think these are a bunch of teams with bad offenses. Are the Packers better than any of them? No, I I wouldn't say the Packers are better than. Maybe they have a better. They better have line. the talent to have a better offense than some of them. But I don't know if they can put it all together. Um, I think their defense is good. Yeah, but, but all these teams have a good defense. It seems like minus yeah. maybe the Rams. I think it's a team that can, when you put it all together, can definitely compete with those teams in the seventh to ten range. Um, I think with the week, the week NFC, they could probably they might sneak in eventually. Uh, but at the same time, though, I, I for that team to really build, I think it's going to take a couple years post Rogers for the organization to really find like a path to it's going to be, it's going to be, a, it's, I mean, it's the end of an era. Like it's a data. It's going to be yeah. a couple of years until they figure it out. Their um, defense is good though. I, I don't know. It is. The, 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 the NFC is just so weird looking at it. Like it feels like the top five, there's such a drop off to me. You might get, you guys might be higher on the bucks, but I feel like there's a huge drop off after that fifth team. I don't think anyone else has a chance to make a push in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, going into the season, I thought it was 49ers, Eagles, Cowboys, Lions would be like the final four teams. Um, And then in the AFC, I would have said Chiefs, Ravens, uh, Jets with Aaron Rodgers. And I probably wouldn't have said the Dolphins. I would have said the Bengals. Yeah, the Bengals for sure. Those would have been the four teams that I would have went with. So what Giants? What's the uh, what's the line for the Giants? Uh, Who do they play? Miami. Oh, uh, shit, oh my god! It's only six and a half. That's pretty crazy. Trap it's, game. That's it's, where's it at? Massive trap game. Oh or wait. Trap spread. I should say. Wait, wait, wait. It's only wait. I I was actually I uh, was clicked. I clicked on halves. Never mind. Oh, That's it's okay. eleven. It's eleven. Plus eleven. Okay. <laughs> Because it also said, like, over, under, like, 24 and a half. I'm like, it. dude, <laughs> yeah. what? Like, 24 and a half. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Dude, there's a lot of fun games this week. We get to see what the Jaguars bills. It, could yeah, the Jaguars get back on track or not? Um, Ravens-Steelers is fun. You know, we're on the Texans train, Texans-Falcons. There's mm. a lot of fun games. And then, of course, Cowboys 49ers, the big one. Yeah. That'll be an awesome game. And then the Hackett, Peyton Bowl, I'm excited for. Best storyline. True. 
if we better win that game, I'll be pissed if we lose that game. Um, that's oh, that'd be a tough week. loss. That'd be a tough loss. It would be a tough loss because then everybody's going to say, well, Zach's probably not the guy or there needs to be a change made. Dude, right. no, it's if so, we like, lose to the Broncos, we, we'll probably wait till the Eagles game before it make any significant changes because then if we lose that game, going into the bye, there's going to be a change made. Um, I don't know what. I don't know how you get rid of Hackett when Rodgers is coming back next year or at the end of this season, uh, allegedly. Um, so I really don't know what the change would be, but something has to give if we lose both these games. Um, mm. We'll it's see. Just, that, that game I would have been so excited for five weeks ago. Yeah. I thought both of these teams were going to be two of the best in the league. Yeah. Um all right, cool. We could we could end it there. Good talk. Um, we'll regroup next week for a week five recap. Peace. Later, boys. Thanks.